The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. Ready, set, podcast! Thank you for tuning in and hold on to your droids. Our discussion continues as we chat up Star Wars on the second half of the show. And if you're a fan of Rotten Corpse Radio, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Also, we have a Patreon. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio for more information. And as always, continue enjoying our content as we deliver it to you for free every single week. And now, more Sci-Files. We'll never get it out now. So certain are you. Always with you, what cannot be done. Do you nothing that I say? Master, moving stones around is one thing. This is totally different. No, no different. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. What I would like is them do something, you know, since all the networks are doing this kind of stuff anyway, is do an actual TV series that is Star Wars. I mean, with the Star Trek universe, you can actually take it in that direction, but... No one's willing to kind of go there. Like besides the animated series? Or? Yeah, they've had there a lot actually, of animated. There actually but is talks now mm. uh, online about doing a Star Trek series uh, based in the Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, Star line. Wars. Yeah, Star Wars, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars line of That's Knights of the Old Republic. That's my favorite game. Say, wouldn't that be so cool? I would so Star watch Trek that. With Knights of the Old Republic. So yeah, it'll be along the lines of Jedi, Jedi doing stuff during, <laughs> during, before, and then during the start of the conflict. Hmm. So. You know, it'd be kind of neat too with that. Well, I mean, if they, um, I mean, they're able to like take that and kind of expand it to different networks. You know, mm-hmm. like I can imagine, you know, Disney might want to might want to restrict it to Disney owned properties and stuff at first. But it would be really cool to see like a very not so PG or G rated version of that show hit HBO or like Showtime yeah, something so, some, something to get really dark with well because I know with the uh, with episode eight they're trying to go dark with it and I know there was issues with the uh, with the actual uh, production of episode eight because the original script was so dark and so I kind of wonder if they'll if they'll actually go into that with you know any okay. expansions or it, since you brought that up I have to say this I have a fan theory I'm gonna put out there about eight okay 
and that is fan theory fan theory play <laughs> fan theory it, because it's in the previews where luke says it's time for the jedi to end right and everybody's like Ooh, Ooh. luke's gonna go dark he's <laughs> gonna go sith and i'm like no he's not what he's gonna do is make Earth Jedi Earth. or Sith irrelevant because the Force needs to be balanced. Yes. And it's going to be down the middle. It's not going to matter how you use the Force so much. You know, there's not going to be a dark side and a light side. There's going to be a moral side. I'm totally rooting for Leia showing off some Force powers. Like, I really want to see uh, Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen in 8 because, well, uh, this is going to be her last... You know, I say that they get, like her, you know, they yeah. gave her like some really cool freaking scene and then yeah yeah just have like CG Leia do something really crazy yeah, I think I think <laughs> what it's going to yeah. come down to is that the force that Luke is going to be working transforming yeah. the use of the force into a personal moral code and oh. and and your use how how you will be defined as Jedi or Sith yeah. will be how you actually use the force i thought right. that's essentially what they're all doing now no because no, no, no. it seems like oh, no. it's all based on the same principles of how the force works only the <laughs> jedi use it one way the sith use it the other and that's really the way they explain it through yes the whole thing the from concept, beginning to end the concept of the jedi using the force is only using the force for good only using the force to protect there so will be no jedi or sith there will just be force users. there will be force users who use who who Bas- use their own to pick moral yeah. Yeah, bas- basically what they're talking about my is saber like, is purple and, and basically <laughs> what they're talking about is the bringing forth bringing forth the force that's <laughs> like what was it uh they called it like the gray jedi or something yeah. like that or like the i can't remember exactly what they were referring to what fans were referring to yeah. it as but yeah, kind of, kind of Gandalfing it. <laughs> yeah, it's basically going to be. I can use the force, and I'm going to use it how I see fit, mm-hmm. and that's really what I think they're going to try and do, rather than everybody saying, "Well, Luke's going to go dark," and because I guess there's some photos of him um, with uh, yeah. the, the glowing Sith eyes, and even in interviews, Mark people have said, "So, or is Luke going Sith and whatever?" And he said, "Anything's possible." <laughs> and that's what he says in the interview. Yeah. I think and, he's going to commit suicide. And I also love with all the appearances. and whack himself. And with all the appearances Mark Hamill keeps making too, where he keeps doing like vo- you know Joker voices and yeah. almost mm-hmm. everything he's been at, which honestly that's my favorite uh, Mark Hamill <laughs> is as the Joker because you know I, I love the Joker so much and he's Who probably my favorite. That? But. Um, but I will say that maybe those are possible teases. Maybe people are just reading into it. Who knows? But either way, it's a good way of building publicity. Well, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And fuck, that he's already got different? his. He's already got his robot hand. Why not? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and just for Jamie, I wonder how many attachments he has with it. <laughs> At least one for every finger. <laughs> I think it's just sad that. Despite the ending, Rogue Run was so much better than Seven. Yeah. And I don't even know if I'm going to look forward to Eight just because uh, Lucas and Disney has basically, in my opinion, destroyed Star Wars. Mm. I don't even watch one and two and three. I like three, four, or four, five, and six. Those are the only ones yeah. I really the original watch. trilogy. Mm. Yeah. That's because he had people. That's because See, Lucas had people. Not full of Sith. <laughs> This is my apprentice, Darth Maul. 
excuse me. Oh. Yeah. I liked I liked mm. one, two, and three. Yeah. Because they were, to me, they were there, even though it was in the same universe and it was the same storyline. To me, I looked at them as their own arc, their own storyline, rather than, you know, the creation of, you know, Darth Vader and the fall of the Republic, and all of that. I didn't look yeah. at it like that. I looked at it as, hey, this is a really cute sci-fi movie with a lot of cool effects. Right. And that's how I looked at it. And in that respect, it did not disappoint. None of them yeah. disappointed. But can we really forgive them for Jar Jar? No. You know, I don't have as much of a problem with Jar Jar as other people do. I see Jar Jar as yeah. having been a necessary part of the show. But I don't... Uh, I I'm so glad he wasn't a Sith Lord like they tried have, to make him. <laughs> I do have one thing to say about Episode Seven, and it's actually my only actual defense for Episode Seven, is that they killed Jar Jar. No, no. Well, on Solo. Well, it's it's not that. It's just the fact that this. It, the cool thing is with Seven is that because I really like Seven. Actually, Seven and Five are the only two I like. Because like I don't really care for the other ones. Because like I I remember watching um, four and or four and six like so many times as a kid I was just like yeah just especially the Ewoks I hate the Ewoks and then like I love the Ewoks like I hated Return to Endor I hated Battle for Endor I wish they had instead of the Ewoks they had actually done what they were originally going to make they were supposed to be the Wookiees yeah that would have been much better that would have been kind of cool yeah but my defense for Seven is that Seven really only was a bridge for old school fans and new school fans to kind of to kind of have a, mo- a moment together, it was like a you're moment. taking you're taking the best things from uh, Episode Four, which is the what really created all this to begin with, and you're kind of giving it. You're give you're giving like you're basically giving some of that to Seven to kind of help lead in a new audience to kind of discover this film, making this their their new movie. You know, kind of like what they were trying to do with. Um, episode one, you know, kind of having it from the kids' perspective in yeah. a sense. And well, I mean, if you look at if you look at between one through seven, yeah, and you take into account that each one was a its own art, yeah, and you think about it and follow it, it is a history repeats itself story. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. and the force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. And that's what's kind of fun with it. And I think the, um, and I think that I, I don't think uh, Episode Eight will mirror any of the other ones. Hopefully, it'll be its own unique film, kind of like how Episode Two and Three were. Right. And, yeah, because uh, if they turn Luke into Yoda, I think I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. Can you imagine him trying to ride the back of a young Jedi? Hmm. Um, no. <laughs> I can, I can hey, trying... they got pictures of Daisy Ridley carrying friggin'. Mark around Sith. I'll say this. If, I'll say this. If um, if Luke goes Sith, if that actually does happen, yeah, he, ha- he has. Chased by seagulls. No, he has to do the. Oh God, <laughs> the seagulls fucking video. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, yeah. Bad lip reading. If you haven't seen that, so there's the little Yoda and uh, the, yeah. the little bit from fucking episode five. But, uh, <laughs> oh God, seagulls in the pecking out my house. Um, <laughs> If no, 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 but if he does go Sith, dude, I want him to do the Joker's voice <laughs> as a Sith. Well, Come over to me, Ray. <laughs> if, he go, if Luke goes Sith, I want, I, want to, I want them to do what they haven't done with any of the others. Yeah. 
Sith Lords that they've portrayed. And it's the, no, I, I, I want to get rid of the villain monologue for Luke. Luke mm. does not need the villain monologue. He's been here for a while. He's been here, you know, in, in reference at least through seven episodes. Okay, he's done his monologue. He needs to just walk up and say, I'm in charge now. Who's going to disagree? Uh, me, switch. <laughs> All right, anybody else? All right, I'm in charge. You know, he's going to have to appoint his own Darth Vader. And I think for this one, and me and Ryan have kind of discussed this already, um, Wookiee, Darth Vader. That would be funny. The idea... <laughs> At least you can do it. I can't do that. Only my butt can do that. Uh, We've heard it before. It was the most fallible offense. What was that? Was that a Wookiee? That was me. I'm going to get the spray. I'll be back. It was his answer to how do you clear an auditorium in less than five minutes. Because imagine that. While he's choking out somebody, he can just walk over to somebody else and rip their fucking arms off. I mean, dude! Okay, I'm gonna... He does not need the monologue. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, that's true. Choke some guy out and rip some guy's arms off and then say, okay, that was my warm-up. Who's next? (laughs) (laughs) And remember, Wookiee Vader won't actually need a lightsaber, but who's gonna argue with him? You know one. You know one. Um, one thing I've always wanted to see the Sith do, and I've always wanted to see this in any of the movies. Um, and I was no. And I was and attack someone with it. Well, no. I mean, that would have been kind of one of them. But the other thing would be to have like a whole a whole handful of lightsabers. You hand them to a bunch of guards, and then fucking basically mind control all of them to kind of do things for you. You know, you just kind of. You just kick back, you watch the mayhem, right. and just fucking watch all these different people just fucking hack and slash their way through just I thought, anything. I thought that's how the Sith started an orgy. And just hand out the probolactic. Well, especially for somebody things. like, especially for somebody like Darth Plagueis, you know, or Darth Plagueis, who could, uh, you know, you could imagine was supposed to be this, you know, great and powerful and everything else, and you know, what if he had that ability? Because I mean, he he can. Uh, you know, there was talks in you know episode three, or was it two or three? You know, where I can control the Senate. You know, yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, uh, I think the closest. Who's gonna want to get frisky with somebody whose name is Plague? Eh. I think the closest thing that, they, and they did it in the first three episodes. Yeah. Darth Maul had the 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 light staff yeah. rather than the lightsaber. I love that. So too. that was that was two lightsabers, and then General Grievous whips out four. Yeah, I know. And that was but pretty he badass. was compensating for something, obviously, but yeah, yeah he the did lack whip of the body. Four. But yeah, he did whip out four of them, and yeah, that's okay. That's that's a Cuisinart on steroids, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day with, uh, <laughs> what was that word? Oh, Jesus. Remind me what that was. I can't remember. Oh, it was too horrible for radio. Okay, well, we'll skip that one then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, we, we could not repeat like that. I did like Chewie in Star Wars, it. though, in, this, in the seven. He yeah. was funny. Especially when he's being tended by the nurse, and he's like, Yes, I was great, and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then the part where he's being attended by um, the black guy, who I can't remember. Who, I mean, he was the dr- the one of the star troopers that... Uh, yeah, um, uh, God. Finn. 
Finn. Finn, yeah. yeah. And he's trying to tend to him and... John Boyega, I think I was just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget which um, Star Wars it was. And I know we started at Star Trek and now we're talking Star Wars. Yeah, I know, right? One of... This one is of anything can happen. Yeah, one of the um, Star Wars movies, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm thinking, you know, it looks like it was written by bad lip reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Lucas for you. So, anyway, we've covered Star Trek and Star Wars and Orville and Space and Above and Beyond and Andromeda and uh, Hercules and Xena. Um, anything else that we want to bring? <laughs> hey, hey, I, I think we've got enough content to call it a wrap, but at the same time, I think we've covered everything except for sci-fi porn, and I don't really think we have a license to go that far. Well, I'd say that, that we can discuss xenomorphs, but I do believe that's the next episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Xenomorphing. That would be scary. Covenant review. <laughs> Coming sometime in the near future. Oh yes, Xena Morph. Think about it, Xena Morphing. She looked pretty scary to begin with. You know, great body, but when you see that face and her coming at you with that look, I mean, come on. And what's she gonna turn into? Some big black thing with wicked claws and fangs and a mouth that comes out of her mouth? And that's another movie that's taking the steps backwards. You know, basically, the timeline for Alien Covenant takes place after Prometheus. See, they, yep. got, they got to stop with all, all the these back and time, forth, back and forth, jumps. back and forth. It's really crazy. Who <laughs> the fuck decided to put Barry Allen in charge of shit? <laughs> like, get him the fuck out of Hollywood. No. Have you seen? <laughs> from, we don't need any more Flashpoint incidents, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Dust from Dawn? Okay, Dust the whole Dawn. movie yeah. series. Okay, it literally runs backwards. If you actually pay attention. Well, it's just a typical movie set. Yeah, each one takes place before the first one, so it moves literally backwards in time. Well, the cool thing is, though, is (laughs) there is a forward in time uh, sequence for that series because the television series goes Uh forward. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did not know they had a television series. They they did. I never seen it, though. Yeah, they changed the way they did the vampires. Um, They more or less uh, modeled the the general vampire... In that mo- in, in that show, more or less, how they did um, Selma Hayek's vampire character in that movie, um, where she's where it's more like a snake than a vampire. What I saw in this show, it looked snake pyre. Snake pyres. Uh, actually, there's a book. There's a book series about uh, an alien race that comes to invade the Earth, and um, they're kicking ass on the Earth until a particular country sends their spaceships up. And the leader, the captain of this country's military fleet that's up in space starts kicking ass on the aliens. His name is something that people might find familiar. Buck Rogers. Vlad. (laughs) Vlad, the Impaler. There is a book series with Dracula in space. Nice. Wait, All right. right. I, I thought you were referring to... Never thought Putin. I'd hear that. Yeah, <laughs> his name is Vlad. I mean, There's got to be a porno know. then, too. Oh, yeah. oh God. Oh, there's, there's tons <laughs> of vampire yeah. porn out there. Vamp- Star Trek porn, Star Wars porn, Doctor Who porn. You can get I mean, you can vibrators can... that look like Dracula to the Enterprise. To, to I've seen one that looked like hey, one that... Three different settings. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've got Where's one Getter that even buzzing? looks like Voyager. 
do the shades are, are the shades x-ray i mean I, I i don't i don't know if they've made it into the porn yet i mean well then the, those would be sex ray not x-ray i love the shades the shades are so silly sonic sonic shades yeah those mm-hmm. are so fucking silly right whole new meaning to sonic screwdriver we'll definitely have to go over doctor who in a later episode. oh yeah. yeah yeah i'm finding it funny that they're they're kind of taking for i i know we're gonna go over it again but uh, like you just said, but uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor is his sonic screwdriver keeps being taken away from him, <laughs> and I'm finding that really funny. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna use. Hey, you just broke it. What the? Yep. <laughs> uh, I think it's because his girlfriend keeps borrowing his sonic screwdriver. Well, oh no, his new his new companion's gay. Oh, that's even worse. And possibly that's why he's been so rough on. Well, him. I mean, not really, not his, but. Yeah, there is that weird thing they're kind of alluding to where she's, uh, was it the daughter of River or something like that? I hadn't heard that one yet. Really? No. It was I in the first episode. Daughter of The first, River. like, yeah, she, where, she, where she looks at, where she looks at, um, you remember when River Song, um, was younger, mm-hmm. um, in the, uh, Matt, Matt Smith series? The girl that they show in the picture, um, that supposedly is Bill's mom is you know that's that's the same too huh. yeah. I, had, I did not know that yeah and because like uh, there was a part of a part of the first episode like uh, the the doctor looks at it you know he looks at the picture he, he kind of avoids it you know he's kind of like because he's just trying to sh- he's trying to kind of build her up to be able to take going out with him mm-hmm. and so i know he kind of pushes her away a few times and so that might explain the uh the news that's out there that billy may not be in uh the next season of Doctor Who, maybe she goes through a regeneration. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah kind of. Or a degeneration. Yeah, because I kind of wonder about the whole thing with uh, the way you know how they're doing this current season. Because like, it's really weird. And it's really interesting too. Like, but it's. But almost... th- we should really discuss this in another episode. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cut all this out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he says that, and then you find that he's spliced words in later into the episode from all of this. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm thinking about cutting this into two, so. That's fine. Make us. Yeah, because we're going to, I'm, we're going to have to be going. Okay. Yep. So, so Star Trek calls. fans, watch Discovery because you know you're going to regret it because when it does come up and you're going to be wanting an argument, you're not going to be able to come up with one. So, if anything, watch it so you have an argument. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and on the other side, Yes, watch it, because like she said, you're going to see it and probably regret seeing it. You're going to be like, God, why did I do that to myself? Yeah, there's, if there is one thing that Star Trek fans universally enjoy, it's arguing with other Star Trek fans about Star Trek. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, <of course. laughs> and, and then it's making fun of the physics, and then it's making fun of the physics professors who made fun of you when you said... Well, couldn't it actually work this way? I mean, if it's this kind of a field propulsion, couldn't it do this, this, and this? And now science comes out 20, 30 years later and goes, oh, by the way, it works this way. <laughs> right. Nice. All right. Now, since I've uh, put myself into the show, which I didn't intend to do, but I'm going to do it, but I'm here anyway, um, I'll go ahead and close this one out. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Sci Files. Um, 
course, um, if you've heard, if you're hearing me now or have heard me on any of their shows, my name's Ryan. I usually appear on the Gore Corner and the Horror Show. Um, and of course, we're going to be putting out new episodes of that this week as well. Um, but uh, we actually have launched a page or a Patreon um, page. So if you were um, fans of the show and you would like to contribute, um, go to patreon.com forward slash Rotten Corpse Radio uh, to find out more information about how you can do that. And yeah. <laughs> and remember, if you're hearing hearing Ryan's voice, not only are you hearing voices, but you may or may not be hallucinating. Because I'm dead. I honestly think the only reason he put himself into the show is that he didn't trust us to be by ourselves. Well, no, <laughs> we're talking. Tyler explained the writing crop and the bullwhip. The fuzzy cuffs. <laughs> no, it's because I love Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> to listen and not want to say something. Do <laughs> you want to put your own input in it? This concludes the second half of our conversation with myself, Danny, Jamie, Heather, and our producer, Ryan. We know that someone out there will have their own Kylo Ren moment over this. For more sci-fi fun, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr at Rotten Corpse ENT. You can find our shows for free and available for download on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And to find all things disturbing and beyond, RottenCorpseRadio.com. ever commercial for the sci-fi or not commercial for sci-fi but commercial on sci-fi because my wife has a, a business that she's been bugging me to get on on my show here with uh, everybody else is called your story discovered it's uh, an author's platform for uh, novel writers and uh, it's going to include uh, things for script writers as well and it's got uh, a lot of a lot of neat components to it like uh, workbooks and character development tips and such as that and you can find out information at yourstorydiscovered.com <laughs> <laughs>